everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. You try to think, but nothing happens. Felt a great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, like a dog for me. Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. 30 years ago, during the Cold War, there was an experiment. Something went wrong. They opened up a passage. When you go through this door, you come out the other side, you're in another world, identical to ours. There was one reality, and then it duplicated. We share genetics, childhood. I want to know how you became so different. A kill order came out from my side, targeting people on your side. Your wife may be her next target. Ah, welcome to Everything Old is New Again. That's intriguing. This is Douglas Viviani with the ever super fan himself, David Cohen. Yes, very excited today, Doug. What are you a super fan of, David? The series Counterpart. And, which, and, which is on stars, which nobody gets, but <laughs> it's a great show. Now, a, a little ways back, we had Mito Hamada on the show. Remember this? I do. And uh, he was on that show. Yes. And such a good response we received from everyone listening. They wanted to know more, dive in more. I'm going to just describe the show for two seconds, and then we have a special guest that we're going to get right to. But if you haven't seen the show, in essence, in Berlin, uh, this is a general description. There is a door to another parallel universe where we exist also and have made maybe different choices and are different people, if you will. So right, hence the name Counterpart. So <laughs> when, when the world kind of split roughly 30 years ago, so everybody in the world now has a counterpart in this parallel world. As Doug mentioned, there's a door, there's a tunnel that connects the, the two worlds. Only the, the embassies know that the other world exists. So normal people like you and me, Doug, wouldn't even know about this thing. But there's a lot of espionage that goes on within that tunnel, crossovers to the other world, meeting counterparts, a lot of shooting, a lot of spy work, very exciting. But a lot of it is about the choices that an individual makes in this world versus choices that they would make in the alternative One thing I disagree world. with is you called me normal. I don't know if I, I, I strive oh, that's for that. That's but, uh, true. Right. Sorry about that. Uh, David, who is our guest? Oh, wow. We're really honored to have uh, one of the main characters on the show, uh, Sarah Serioko, who plays Baldwin on the show. Uh, Sarah, welcome to uh, Everything Old is New Again. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me to speak with you today. Thanks Thank for, you. Thanks for sticking around to wait for us to actually get to introduce you. I know it took a little while, so. Yeah, there's usually a big wind-up before we get to the intros. <laughs> now, on this show, your character, I'm not going to give too much away, but you kind of got to give a smidge of a flavor here for people that haven't seen the show, is an assassin extraordinaire. And so that's something that is, I think, very interesting in terms of a part to play. In that, I don't want to leave too much on, but what about the character in, like, your the assassin is from the, uh, we'll call it the other universe, your uh, counterpart, if you will, in our, we'll call it our universe, is or is not an assassin, and if not, how interesting is that? I mean, I just want to say that working on the show uh, has been an incredible experience for me, probably one of the best experiences of my life. And I play Baldwin. She is a killer, an assassin from the other side, and I also play Nadia. Who is her counterpart, and 
I love Baldwin. I love her strength and determination. And, and I try to give her real emotions and vulnerability. She She's a killer and she's really good at her job, but but she's vulnerable. She's, she doesn't know anything about real life and she has no friends, no place to live. It was really interesting to me as an actress to play this role. And Sarah, what you know, you mentioned that Baldwin is an assassin. She's sort of a loner, and as you mentioned, there's there's a vulnerability vulnerability to her. What was it about the character of Baldwin that you connected with? Because obviously, you, Sarah, not a, a killer. I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct. Well, you have killer looks, so you can go that way with it. But <laughs> go ahead, David. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally different, and probably. Because I like challenges in general, and I like playing different kinds of roles, and it, and also playing to different characters was an opportunity to grow as an actress. And because Nadia and Baldwin were were the same person, but they lived different lives. And for example, Nadia lives in Berlin, and she is a successful violinist, and Baldwin is a killer. And so. It was really exciting for me to play to different kind, kinds of roles. Now, I also understand when you auditioned for the, for the part, for Baldwin, um, was it true that you really didn't speak English at the time? <laughs> yeah. How did you, so how did you pull that off? <laughs> Tell me. I'm, I'm very interested. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, I mean, I'm still working on it. But, yes, when I got the role, I didn't know a word of English and probably learning the language was my biggest challenge and and i also had to learn how to act in a different language and it was really it was tough but i am but i'm improving my english and <laughs> well obviously you did I've been it working hard yeah you did a good enough job to to get hired for the thank part you. so you did something right thank you so much um, thank, you. And, thank you so much and and then i guess there's the whole uh, challenge I'm sure you faced with the physicality of the part of Baldwin, right? Shooting a gun and jumping and uh, strangling someone with a self-tightening noose, which was really cool. So, how, how did you how did you train and prepare for that? Yeah, it was really tough, but but also fun. And to prepare for Baldwin, I had to work on on the physical side of my character. And for a whole month, I trained six to seven hours a day to prepare myself wow. for the role with a yeah with a professional stuntman who taught me how to hold the gun jump run run while holding a gun i mean everything that makes a character realistic so it was really fun and i <laughs> and so and i'm yeah. The, also, the, the character of Baldwin, and, and again, this is just from what I've read because I follow the show pretty closely. So the character was not originally going to live for more than maybe half the season, but then something changed in the process. Uh, Justin uh, Marks, who's the, the, the showrunner and creator of the show, um, what was it that maybe changed his view and kept the character of Baldwin going? Yeah, correct. Um, I, I just want to thank him for giving me this amazing opportunity <laughs> because playing here was it is a dream come true. So I'm really happy, and probably Justin Marks loves Baldwin and he loved the way I portrayed her, and 
and because she's a strong female character and probably this is the main reason. So did they have, do you think, the season planned out uh, in some way, but uh, saw a little bit more in what you were presenting and said, you know what, this is, I guess we'll say, you know, interesting and intriguing and a great performance. Let's expand this character. Maybe is that part of what, what may have happened there? Correct. He told me you did a great job and we are really happy to work with you. You must have felt you must have felt great about that, right? Because you probably weren't yeah. expecting to. Yeah. You, you weren't you weren't in it for the long yeah. run initially, right? Yeah, correct. That's great. Well, yeah, I I think that if you if you start watching the show Counterpart, which as I mentioned is on Stars, still still available, uh, season one, which ended several months ago, um, you'll see right off the bat that a lot of the characters, J.K. Simmons, uh, is the lead role. Um, is intriguing and you know sarah i have to say when you're watching a new show at least here here in the states it's it has to be character driven there's got to be something that interests you not only about the story but about the characters in the story and and when i saw baldwin i think i can speak for everybody here uh first time on the screen you know you think instinctively like oh wow here's here's someone that i haven't really seen before portrayed this way it's unique it's interesting it's fresh and you hope you really hope knowing how shows go that the character keeps living and <laughs> living throughout the the first season so uh so I'm, I'm happy that worked out for you and i think it's great for the show as well uh, thank you so much and i'm really happy to hear that i've been working so hard on the character and it was my first american experience and, and i didn't know a word of english so <laughs> I still don't. Know. Yeah, I, I can't. I still don't understand how you did that. Well, I, if you ask me, you're speaking better than David, my co-host here, right off the bat. So, <laughs> so it's, it's all uphill oh, from here, <laughs> downhill, if you will. All right, we'll take a break here on everything old is new again. We'll be right back to talk more counterpart and uh, Sarah Serioko, and we're having a lot of fun on everything old is new again. Your uh, entertainment pop culture talk show. Right back, right into this. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Three more contracts. Not here. I can finish the kill list. You don't know these people like I do. They don't tolerate mistakes. Why are you protecting me? Because I care about you. You only care about your mission. Interesting. There are missions, and we have a mission here on Everything Old is New Again to expose uh, America to Counterpart, uh, the new series from Stars. It has been picked up, of course, for a second season. We're looking forward to the beginning of that. David Cohen, we have a guest as well. David, uh, you're... you're before we get the mouth here, it looks like you have tons of questions to go for uh, Sarah Sarioko. I'm a super fan, and the <laughs> fact that I get to call, to speak with Sarah Sarioko is just, it's amazing. Then I'm talking to Baldwin is just really blowing my mind here. As <laughs> long as you keep a distance, it sounds, from the character, you know? <laughs> a safe distance. Exactly. Um, so, Sarah, we the clip we just heard, uh, Baldwin and, and her relationship with a character named Claire, who who Baldwin basically is employed by, right? Claire sends her out on these missions. Um, there's a part in the show, 
And, and I know I'm going to give a little bit of it away, but uh, I can't help it. So there's a part of the show where, you know, the tide turns and, and Claire basically sets Baldwin up to be murdered herself. I'm just curious, Sarah, when that happened, as far as your character and your take on Baldwin, Baldwin comes back to her. Knowing all this, knowing that she was set up to be killed by Claire, she comes back to Claire and, and agrees to fulfill a, another contract to kill three more people. What what was it within Baldwin that where, where Baldwin just it was easy for her to just say, OK, you know what? I'm out of here. I don't want to deal with this anymore. What, what led her to come back? At first, Baldwin has feelings for Claire, but... Even during the season, she wants to escape from the pain and wants to create a normal life. But being an assassin is the only way she knows how to survive, I think. So she came back to her to finish the mission. And there's also a, a really cool scene, and I want to ask if, if you've seen this, uh, but you know, the character of Baldwin in the very beginning gets shot in the face. There's this, like, huge scar running down your I believe it's your right cheek and there's there's a scene where she's offered okay so Baldwin is offered a cigarette okay to smoke uh, by some guy who's hitting on her who she obviously is not interested in so she takes a puff of the, she takes a puff of the cigarette inhales the cigarette and when she exhales she exhales through the hole in the side of her mouth and the guy freaks out and just, like, has this expression on his face, like, what is that? And he runs away. And I just, I'm curious, Sarah, did you see that in post? What, what, what did you think of that whole scene? Sure. And, and when I saw the screen on, the scene on screen, I thought it was, it was weird, but at the same time, it was fun and so cool. <laughs> and, I mean, I was really happy when I, when I, when I saw the, the scene on screen. And it was totally it in character weird. for Baldwin, <laughs> right, right, right? It was totally in yeah. character for Baldwin, right? You would expect that. Yeah. Um, so, and and again, uh, I'm I'm going to get a little more into the detail here, just because I'm a big fan of the show. So, th- there's another scene, and let me set this up the right way. So, Baldwin's counterpart, Nadia. Okay, and Nadia exists in yeah. quote unquote our world. She's she's a, con- a concert violinist, I believe, and. Um, she, I believe, got married in in our world, or was engaged to get married, something like that. So Baldwin, so so Nadia basically dies. She no longer exists, and Baldwin is in the other is in our world now. And Nadia's fiance sees Baldwin and thinks that it's Nadia who died, and. She kind of freaks out and confronts her, thinking that Nadia had had faked her own death. And there's a very intense scene where Baldwin then has to basically talk to uh, her current girlfriend and explain what that was all about. And so, Sarah, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, how you prepared for that scene and and how Baldwin was was so desperate to explain to her girlfriend, Greta, that what was happening? Sure, and it was one of the most difficult scenes for me, and and I was quite confused on set because I had to create a subtle conflict in her, and because Baldwin wants to live a normal life with her partner, with Greta, but at the same time, she can't escape who she is. She's a killer. We cannot escape who we are. Sure. 
That's right. So it was a tough scene. And, and how was working with, I'm sure working with some of the other actors on the set uh, informed you and, and helped you uh, sort of figure out where you wanted to go. So talk, talk to me a little bit about what your relationship was with J.K. Simmons and, and some of the other actors who you work with. Yeah, it, to me, it was an honor working with all of them. And there was great energy on set, and they made me feel part of a family. And working with J.K. Simmons was a pleasure. He's a great actor, and I learned a lot from him. He's a great actor and also a good person. And what about uh, and, and uh, the woman who plays uh, Claire? I'm, I'm going to totally botch her name. Uh, Nazanin Boniati, I believe. Nazanin Boniati. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I found a, a friend, a good person, an amazing actress, and it was chemistry and a lot of... We did a great job together. Now, you did uh, 10, I believe, 10 episodes so far. So the question is, how uh, long did it take for the entire filming process uh, to, to, to complete those 10, those 10 episodes? Seven months. Wow, okay. And then, uh, so there's a bit five of Five months in L.A. and two months in Berlin, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So the the, well, the scenes we see in Berlin, uh, out the exteriors and so forth, is right there in Berlin. That's that's pretty wild. Not too many television shows being filmed in Berlin, at least U.S. shows, I presume, right? <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, Berlin is amazing, and I love L.A., I love Berlin, and uh, I've been to Berlin so many times, and I, I felt it was the right place for counterpart, and... And is it different than L.A.? In other words, do you, well, do you do any exteriors in L.A. at all, or is it all on a stage? Uh, no, any, yeah. We shot a lot of exteriors in L.A. and in Berlin. So yes. I know in, in L.A., when I lived there, they've got tours, and they give uh, the general public, if you're looking for it, a little heads up for an exterior is going to be on this street or whatever, and you can go and watch it and take a look. And I'm sure you've experienced that on some level. Does that happen in Berlin, too, or are people just living their lives, walking the streets, and all of a sudden there's, uh, <laughs> there's you doing a scene? No, 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 no. I mean, it's, it's normal. Like in, in L.A. and in Berlin, it's, it's the same. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, tell, tell us a little bit about the transition for you personally, uh, growing up and living as you did in Italy, and then suddenly finding yourself transplanted to basically, it's almost like like you became your own counterpart, I imagine, right? Living in this brand new universe called <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. it, it was so weird, and I'm really shy, I'm really, really shy, and... Uh, in general, I'm not really good at doing interviews. <laughs> 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 Even if I started working in the business at 19 years old, and I did independent Italian movies, and I mean, we don't have a huge film industry like in America, and working on counterparts has been an incredible experience for me. And I always knew it was a great idea and a special project. And and I was really excited to read, for example, the amazing reviews, and I'm really happy that the audience loves the show. And we love having the spending some time with uh, with you speaking about Canapart with uh, Sari Sarioko. Excuse me, we'll be back right here on Everything Old is New again. Continue our discussion to dive into this great show that's binge worthy. Binge worthy, yes. Uh, on stars, check it out. We'll be back right after this. 
Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show, Everything Old is New Again, with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Hi, this is Nick Stellino. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Uh, we are very uh, privileged to be back uh, with a uh, special guest here on Everything Old is New Again, talking about Counterpart, where with Sarah Serioko plays Baldwin. It's a series on stars. It's a series that, it, it, you know, it, on its face, it's difficult to describe in a little bit with it just basically there's a parallel universe where there are other uh, counterparts of you there that have made different choices. And on its face, that's just where the story starts. But then the story develops in terms of the intrigue of... The other characters maybe not liking what's going on on, on this uh, world. They don't like uh, the interaction. They don't like the interference. Maybe they want to come and interfere over here. Maybe someone has passed away. I'm just throwing ideas out there. Passed away in their world that they want to snatch from this world and, and bring back to their world for the sake of love and family. I don't know if that's uh, really been well, they, dived into yet. And but, Sarah, so, uh, so sorry, yeah. sorry, David. But, you, but you, mentioned, you mentioned something about, about people passing away in other words. Right. One of the cool things, Sarah, and I'm sure you know about this in i forget which world it was but someone had found a prince uh, cd of an album he made after he quote-unquote died in our world and he uh, so so in other words that the impression was that his counterpart continues to live in the other world and continues to make music i thought that was really really pretty cool yeah it was it was and justin marks is a He's a great screenwriter, and he did a a fantastic job. And the more we it's see the show, the more we story. yes, the more we see the show, the more we see this interaction of people that uh, are from the different parts of the universe interacting with each other, and it's beginning to develop more storylines that you would ever think. It's not just about this tunnel and the intrigue, right? Yeah, it's an interesting and captivating story, and also, for example, when I read the script. I was fascinated by the philosophical side of the show, and also all of the characters were and are well written. And I thought it was a, a great opportunity to me as an actress to play to different kinds of roles and to grow as an artist. Sarah, who would your what would your counterpart be doing right now? You think she'd right be an act? <laughs> uh, yeah, would she be an actress as well, or, or might she have chosen a different path in life? Well, I don't know. Probably a dancer. That's part of your background, too, I believe, right? Yeah, because I studied classical and mother dance for a long time. So I used to be a dance teacher and a dancer. <laughs> I would say a dancer. Definitely not an assassin, I assume. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I'm totally different than Baldwin. All right. So, ba so Baldwin, let me ask you, what is Baldwin's first name? Nadia. Oh, real? Oh, Oh gosh! I didn't. Oh yeah. Know. Oh, yeah, I didn't put two and two. Nadia and uh, yeah, oh. they were the same person. So Nadia yeah. is Baldwin's first name. I did not know that. Correct. I, okay, so the bottom line is that they did that as a nice creative touch to be able to differentiate the characters. Uh, you didn't even know that, David. That was I did not. No, no. <laughs> See, this is great stuff. I love it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, now the Emmy nominations were. were released um, uh, a little while ago and I don't know about you Sarah but Doug and I were we were extremely disappointed that the show did not receive any not any Emmy nominations uh, either for the show or for any of the actors 
Um, did you guys have any expectations about that? Well, uh, I mean, I, I'm really sad to hear that. And we all did a great job. And to get a nomination would be a dream come true for all of us. And I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm not into it because I live far from Los Angeles. I'm from America, so... Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, it, it's also the industry. I mean, it's, you know, Game of Thrones was up there, and it's it's kind of hard, I think, as a, as a new show especially, um, to, to gain a foothold as far as, you know, the Emmy committee goes. So it, it would be tough, I think, in, in, in the first season. Uh, but for sure, I know that... A lot of names were thrown out there as possible nominees. And, yeah, it is, it is an L.A. thing. Um, the fact that, though, I think the show was picked up for a second season and hopefully even more uh, will get it some more notoriety for sure. Oh, yeah, sure. We're working on second season, and we have already shot in L.A. in a couple of weeks. We're going to start shooting in Berlin. So probably next year we will have the opportunity to get a nomination. Oh, yes. Okay. Else. <laughs> so, so, that, so that I think you will. Uh, so that's very interesting. So I was going to ask you this question, but I think you might have answered it, Sarah. Uh, oh yeah. Does is Baldwin? She's back, I guess, right for season two. Yeah, she's going to be back. Excellent, excellent. Now you can't. But ca- I can't talk. To, yeah, ah. I can't talk too much about my character. Well, not even to two, not even to just two friends that live three thousand miles away that just are, you know, have a small <laughs> little radio show. That <laughs> unfortunately, I can't. I would love to, but I can't. Yes. Well, listen. That's enough of a hint, and and for some uh, information uh, to get us to to binge if you haven't already seen on Stars counterpart. I I guarantee you that if you tune in to give it, you know, the first show, you've got to give it a little bit, you know, learn the premise, but give it two or three shows, you'll spend the weekend watching this, and the problem is we then have to wait for season two, but it will wet you whistle, will get you interested, you will, um, it's, it's so, certainly there's a payoff there at the end of the season one that's going to hook you into wanting to see two, and now we know that Baldwin is back, so uh, that's uh, almost a sort of a breakout character Character for this show, so we're really enjoying our time with Sarah Serioko uh, on everything old is new again, David. Uh, Sarah, just getting back to the show for a minute, what was it like? Now I've already given away for for listeners that your counter or Baldwin's counterpart Nadia um, uh, didn't really make it past the first few shows. Uh, what, <laughs> what was it like acting with quote unquote yourself? Ha- ha- set that up for us a little bit. Yeah, I mean playing to different characters was an opportunity to me to grow as an actress and well Nadia and Baldwin were the same person but they live different lives Nadia lives in Berlin and she's a successful violinist and Baldwin is a killer they are really good at their job and but Baldwin doesn't know anything about real life and Nadia um, Nadia is classy elegant and she has a real job an apartment and she has a she has a real life and Baldwin hates her because Nadia has all the things that Baldwin never had in her whole life but when they finally meet each other they realize that they share the same painful feelings about their past and it was really um, 
to me as an actress, it was really important to play the scene when Nadia and Baldwin meet each other for the first time. When you were doing that, was there another actress working opposite you, or were you just talking into space, or how did that work? Yeah, we used the double in the scenes where both Nadia and Baldwin were present. Was that more of a challenge for you from an acting perspective? Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was challenging and it was interesting to me as an actress. It was a huge opportunity. Yeah, this show gives you, uh, as an actress, I would presume, so many more opportunities, or did, at least for the first ten episodes, where you've got two characters to play, entirely different types of characters, share the same background, you know, the science fiction element, if you want to call it that, of, of getting into something that's entirely different, outside of your human experiences, is got to really uh, wet your whistle, so to speak, in terms of acting, to dive into this and figure out uh, how you're going to do this, right? Yeah, correct, correct. And um, I would say that it was a great opportunity to me to to grow also as a person and to try to give to my two characters real emotions and um, different kind of emotions, vulnerability. Uh, For example, Baldwin is tough, but also vulnerable and... uh, She's a strong female in a complex role, and I'm really happy that just Marks and all the producers, um, well, it was... Well, they it saw that. Yeah, they they saw that in you and in your presentation uh, of this character, as we said before, to to expand the characters, reach beyond where you were supposed to be, so to speak, in the script, and now into season two. So tune into that on everything old is new again. We're going to be right back uh, uh, to talk more counterpart with Sarah Serioko and uh, and listen, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Up until 30 years ago, there was one reality, and then it duplicated. Two people, two completely different paths. Cannot escape who we are. The difference between you and me could be a single moment. Uh, welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. That was J.K. Simmons speaking about uh, Counterpart. I'm here with David Cohen, and we have a special guest, Sarah Sirioko from uh, Counterpart, who speak, who, who actually takes the ro- upon the role of Baldwin. And if you see this show, you will know this character. Uh, she's quite unique and will stand out. It's a it's a great show to, to binge. It's on Stars, uh, one of David Cohen's uh, favorite shows. I just wanted to talk about that clip for a second. He describes pretty well. Uh, what's going on? Obviously, that's their job in that clip, but better than I think we have. And, and it's uh, you know my, myself personally, and it's it's very interesting to see that we in our lives could take uh, a turn at any time, going to a different college or stopping at a stoplight instead of going through the light, or so many different choices we make in life in our lives take us down different paths. But I think it's very interesting how your character is so incredibly different 
from each other uh, at some point. Well, I guess we'll get into that a little bit more, hopefully in season two, to see maybe where uh, or what was that choice or choices that made one go down a relatively evil path, let's say, and one go down a path of, of nicety. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. They are completely different, two different people. And I, I, I have already said that Baldwin is, is a killer and Nadia is a violinist, and I have to work on, on the physical side of my two characters, and it was an amazing opportunity. But at one point, those characters, I know this might be beyond the script at this point, but maybe it's the backstory. At, at one point, those people were the same. Yes. And it's something made them go really different. And I think that's what's so interesting about the show. It's not just your character. Almost every character in the show has a different story like that. So it really makes it so interesting to watch the show. Forgetting for a moment in the science fiction, just that lesson or experience of our lives and what can happen with the different choices that we make. Sure, sure. And, of course, when I read the script, I was fascinated by the philosophical side of the show. And also the surreal side of counterpart makes it different from most Thriller series that I have seen so far. Sarah, tell us a little bit about um, how acting in, in counterpart, how it's helped your career, Sarah's career, here in the United States. Has it opened some new doors for you? Well, it was my first American experience, and I and I would love to work here again. Who knows? Probably. <laughs> Do you, what, what's in the works for you going forward? I know that you, you mentioned you'll be in at least part of season two of Counterpart. Um, what else are you working on, or is there anything else that you're acting in or going to be uh, I- involved in as far as projects going forward? Well, ac- actually, I'm working on second season, Great. and that's it. I and think then we will see what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> I think that that's probably enough of a workload for you right now, that's right? Enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be concentrated on. I'm going to ask a tricky. Work. I'm going to sure. ask a tricky yeah. question. Maybe are you working? Are you planning to work the entire seven months for the season? Hmm. Uh. <laughs> you don't have to answer if you're not allowed to. <laughs> I'm just trying to be tricky. <laughs> I almost got you I there. I can't huh? talk. I know. I can't talk. No, about you know what? But we don't. We don't want you to, because no, that's part of the silly. fun. It's yeah. part of the fun of the show is just not knowing what's going to happen next. So, but uh, you, can you tell us at least, or do you know? Have they come up with an air date for when season two will be airing on Stars? Unfortunately, there's no premiere date at the moment. Okay. But I will let you know. But I, I will let you know. I hope I you do. You. I promise you. Great. <laughs> Great. Um, I'll text you. <laughs> oh, good. good. Sounds good. Even better. So, Sarah, so so that people here in the States are more familiar or can get more familiar with um, the work that you've done before Counterpart, tell us a little bit about some of the films that you've appeared in in Italy. Yeah, I am... I've been in this business since I was 19 years old. Wow. And I did a bunch of independent films. And, uh, for example, my first movie, Salvo, was released in America in 2013. And and it's an interesting and captivating story. I played the role of a blind girl, and it was quite a challenge for me because it was my first acting experience, but but it went well. <laughs> That's great. And, give and it, what, tell us the name of that movie again. Salvo. Got it. S-A- L-D-O, like save. Got it. Great. Okay, yeah, we'll be looking for that. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah. And I'm assuming we we can get these certainly in this day and age. Just go to you know wherever it might be, Amazon Prime and and yeah. uh, YouTube, and almost just put your even IMDb. You could put up uh, if you're listening. Even IMDb. Yeah, yeah. just imdbpro.com, uh, and you can then just look Sarah Sarioko's name, or just if you can't spell it, I'll make it easy. Go to Counterpart, and you'll see her name right there under the character Baldwin. Click on that, and you'll see a bunch of the films right there. Um, which of, which of the previous ones was be, excluding? Let's say. Uh, Counterpart. Which of those films that you did in Italy uh, t- to you was? Um, I know it's hard to say the best, but the most. Uh, what would you say? The m- most watchable. The, the if you had to recommend one, let's put it that way, movie from Italy to watch. Which one do you think you would say? Well, I think all of them. I mean, Salvo or Chlorine, for example. Chlorine was my second movie and went to Sundance Festival in 2014. And in which I played the role of a synchronized swimmer. And later in 2015, I did a movie called La Ragazza del Mondo, Worldly Girl, in English. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, the story is about a Jehovah's Witness who falls in love with an outsider, and it's a really tough story. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, you, you should check it out. Now, I, I definitely will. I think that's a great idea. Now, speaking of the idea that you're speaking two languages here, uh, at least, and you did know English going into this project, so that's a relatively new language. How did, it's, You're doing beautifully, obviously, and, and you learned it quickly. How did you do it? Is there some, uh, some, something you could suggest to someone to, to help them learn a language? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I, I speak Italian, English, I'm trying. I'm improving my English. I'm so sorry if my English is not really good. Sorry about no, that. No, there's not. You're doing beautifully. You're and kidding? I, <laughs> and I speak French. And I don't know. I've been working so hard. And every day, every single day, I went to the school and working with a dialect code. It's what I've done. <laughs> right. And what's so? What tell us about your travel schedule? You're you're in Italy right now. We understand the counterpart is filming in L.A. So are you are you traveling back and forth between Italy and, and L.A. to do this? Uh, yeah, I'm always traveling back and forth hmm. around the world. I'm <laughs> sure. I, I'm traveling all the time, but but I like it. It's my it's my life. It's my work. That's what I want, and that's what I want to do. In my life, and and can I say what generally speaking, what area of Italy are you in? The northern, southern? Where do you, where do you generally re- reside? No, I'm in Rome. Oh, you're all around. I'm so. from yeah. I was born in a small town not far from Rome, maybe two hours by car, Francavilla al Mare, and then I moved to Rome when I was 19. And That's, I studied at the National Film School in Rome. That must have been so incredibly interesting to, to be in Rome. I you know have visited there and I didn't want to leave. It, <laughs> there's just so so much to see and to learn if you if you want to learn about antiquities and and where our civilization came from and so forth. It's uh, it must have been tremendous. And by the way, uh, very great, uh, really good gelato, even by the Trevi Fountain, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. sure, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right, so so Rome or L.A., which which place would you rather live? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I, half and a half. Perfect answer. There you go. Well, maybe your counterpart yeah. can live in one and you can live in the other. That would be great. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that, well, it'll be great. Six months. 
and six months. There you go. There you go. Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we've had a great time uh, speaking with you, Sarah Serioko from Counterpart. Baldwin is the character. Stars is the network. You've got to take a look at this. If uh, this continues, uh, we're having such a great time with all the characters from uh, from this show, Counterpart, and everything old is new again. Uh, looking forward to the second season, and I would say that uh, David is, is such a big fan that he's going to put in to do the after show for Counterpart if they happen to do one of those. Oh, yeah, Sarah, put it, that? if you put in a good word good word for us with the show. Yeah, so after, after Counterpart yeah. ends, there'll be an after show. Doug and I will be sitting there talking with you or whoever else about the episode. It'll be great. Put in a good word for us, will you? I will. All right, we got it. If not, it's regardless. We're still friends. We're, don't worry. Uh, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And uh, really, uh, have a great time filming. And we're looking forward to two and three and four. We're going to put our uh, our two cents in there where we can and get everybody to watch. Uh, Counterpart is well worth your time. Thank you, Sarah, for your time. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. All Thank right. you. Terrific. Thank it was you. a pleasure meeting you. Excellent. Bye. Same here. Bye. All right. We'll be back. Right after that. Ciao, next ciao. Week. Ciao, ciao. Here we go. <laughs> ciao, ciao. <laughs> we'll talk back. Everything else is new again next week. So, all things entertainment, pop culture.